You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Hello, Evan. Welcome back to the Alter Echo podcast of St. John's Lutheran Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. This is your scripture reading and your message for Sunday, April 30th. We have already come to the end of the month of April. Um, But as a couple of reminders this weekend, uh, especially if you're not able to physically join us for worship um, or to worship with us online, uh, we have Affirmation of Baptism Sunday in which 14 of our ninth graders are affirming their baptisms or being confirmed in that language we use in the church. Um, And so we're celebrating at the second service. We will live stream both services on Sunday. Um, So if you wanna be a part of that, uh, either in person or from wherever you are, we invite you to join us. And we have the additional joy of celebrating three baptisms of little ones new to the family of God as well. And we continue in the season of Easter. So that is where we find ourselves today as we walk through this next chapter, um, this next story in the resurrection accounts of Jesus. Although this one will feel a little different, I think. If you have a Bible, you can go ahead and open that up to the book of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Very truly, I tell you, Jesus says, Anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens up the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought down, brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them. And the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of the strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what Jesus was saying to them. So again, Jesus said, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Dear friends, this is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I wonder how often you perceive not enough in life. The not enough you find might be something external to you. Not enough money. Not enough time. Or maybe it's not enough love or connection. Or not enough support when you need it. You might not find enough opportunity to advance your life in the way that you want to get where you're going. Or, as so many are saying in these days, uh, you might perceive not enough health care or mental health care. 
so many things we find are simply not enough. It might be an internal uh, sense of not enough, not enough talent or skill to achieve what you want, not feeling enough worth or value based on your interactions with others, or not enough sense of dignity or sense of self in this life. Yet there's another way we might experience not enough in an interpersonal way. We might look out at the world around us and see that there is not enough compassion between people. There is not enough open communication that, that yields understanding or not enough listening amidst too much talking. We might hope and dream that there can be more respect that there is not enough respect or justice for people in the world. We can look in, within, we can look between us, and we can look beyond ourselves and perceive in so many ways, and probably many more than the ones I just listed for you, that there is simply not enough. Isn't that so relatable? To look out at the world to look at the state of our lives or to look internally at our own self and feel that there is not enough. The word for this, and it's not a faith word only, it's a word in our regular vernacular in our lives. The word is scarcity. Now, scarcity is based on assumptions of fear and limitations. Scarcity means that we look for the problems and that we tend to see what is lacking. Scarcity in life holds you back and feels often separation or isolation from others. A scarcity mindset ultimately kills. So when we experience our self, our life, and our world by means of scarcity, life does not feel like life at all. Life becomes just existing. Just getting through today. Surviving. But today, in this gospel reading, this Easter gospel reading from the book of John, we hear Jesus announce that there is more to life than simply surviving. Jesus ends the story by saying in verse 10, I came that they, or you, may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus announces here that life and God's desire for us and for the world is not scarcity at all, but is abundance. That God's desire for us and the world is not merely getting by. God dreams for us of so much more than simply existing. God desires for us, for our neighbors, and for the world something far greater than merely survival. In the power of Jesus' love and protection, God intends for each of us and for the whole world for a life of thriving and fullness and well-being, and joy. God intends for the whole world and for each and every child of God a life of abundance. Now, unlike scarcity, 
which is marked by all the things we talked about before, abundant life is marked by something very different. Abundant life includes trust in God, in others, and in ourselves. Abundant life includes a viewpoint of plenty and possibilities. Abundant life is about moving forward and seeing ourselves as living in connection with God and others. And ultimately, abundance often yields generosity. But I also like to clarify that abundance and in Christ, abundant life is not about prosperity in the sense of having a lot of stuff. Abundance is not about excess or frivolity. God's designs of abundance are characterized by a few really important things. Mutual interdependence and connection between God and people and between peoples together. God's designs of abundance is also characterized by knowing others and being known by others, by living in a way, all of us together, that is both held and free. Which is why Jesus' metaphor in this reading is, I am the gate for the sheep. Jesus says in verse 9, whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. So with Jesus as our good shepherd, Jesus is our protection, our safety, our comfort, and the one in whom we can follow for goodness and mercy. Abundant life, all of that. And also, Jesus names himself intentionally as the gate. The one who opens up access for us to the, all of the fullness of life. Not just the positive aspects of life, but also the deeper aspects. The growth and maturity that can only be born from having moved through the difficulty. Jesus, the gate, opens up for us and to us all of life's possibilities. All of them. Including the risks and the dangers. The real significant ones. But Jesus, our gate, opens up all of those possibilities to us, promising to be in them with us. When I think of abundant life, I am reminded of Psalm 23. And so I invite you to listen to this, perhaps the most well-known Psalm in the Bible. And listen specifically for places where you hear abundance in Christ. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Do you know what words catch my attention when I think, when I hear, rather, this psalm in light of abundant life in Christ? It's just two words. Even though. Psalm 23 is really honest about the abundance of life. And yes, names the green pastures, the still waters, the restoration of one's soul, the table of the banquet, the overflowing cup, the goodness and mercy, all of those things, and more. But the part here for me, and I invite you into this too, where abundant life hinges is in the even though. The psalmist says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. That, people of God, is abundance. Even though the dark valleys are a part of this life, there, Christ is with us. Even though we will be surrounded by perhaps our enemies, or perhaps just people with whom we don't get along very well, even though God remains. This is resurrection for us. That life is more than getting by. That life is more than survival or existence. Life is more than scarcity. Life in Christ is abundance for us, for our neighbors, and for the whole world. There is resurrection in this, my friends as we see the ways that God is opening us up to all of the possibilities, the beautiful ones, the risky ones, and everything in between. Here, God raises us to a life that is fullness of joy and well-being. Abundant life is for you and for all of us and for all people, promised in the Holy Spirit. For this gift that we did not have to earn or prove or demonstrate our merit to receive. We rejoice in the name of Jesus, the gate who opens us up to life, the good shepherd who stays with us and offers us safety in times of trouble, Jesus, the risen one, who even though he died, lives. And even though we die, we live in Christ too. May you enjoy, dear friends, and live trusting in the fullness of God's grace and in this abundant and beautiful life. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. 
And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.